This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. I had WHL players put on a show at the Kubota CHL-NHL Top Prospects game in Langley. We'll have a recap of that night coming up. Portland Winterhawks got a big lift with the addition of Chaz Lucius from the American Hockey League. We'll have more on that. Longtime general manager of the WHL, Pete Anholt, stops by. He'll chat about his Lethbridge Hurricanes. The Western Hockey League was well represented at the Kubota CHL-NHL Top Prospects game in Langley, B.C. Wednesday night. Team White skated to a 4-2 win over Team Red in the game, showcasing 40 of the Canadian Hockey League's top draft-eligible talent. Team White goaltender Scott Ratzlaff of the Seattle Thunderbirds was solid, making 24 saves in his half game of work. He enjoyed his 30 minutes of game action. You see, like, crowd was packed, and it was electric out there. So, yeah, and you just, like you talked about Alinka, a lot of the guys are back, and the caliber's quite high. So I think, yeah, it was definitely a really important game, and I think all the guys stepped up really well. Team White also able to keep Connor Bedard off the score sheet. Yeah, it's kind of a feather in the cap. Like they talk him on a lot. He's got a great release. He can shoot from anywhere, and he's very dynamic. So I think, like you mentioned, like keeping it off the scoreboard, that was kind of a team goal. We're just making sure, like he's always covered, making sure we got eyes on him. So yeah, it was, it was a good. Meanwhile, Moose Jaw Warriors forward Riley Height tried the Michigan move behind the net on Rat's laugh. He talked about it post game. I did not expect to be Michigan this game, I will say. But when I look back over my shoulder, I saw Hyder pick it up on his tape, and I'm like, okay, I better cover this because if I get scored on with the Michigan, it's going to be all over TSN for the next month. So I was like, ah, oh, I play it right. And then luckily got a piece of it. Riley Height was named the player of the game for Team Red. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was nothing short of amazing. I think, um, you know, as a, I, I was saying to some of the guys on the bench, I never had so much fun in games. So I think it was, you know, just the, the atmosphere and, you know, the guys I was playing with, I got to give credit to them. They were, they were, I was the one letting them down. They were feeding me all night and I, and I couldn't score, but, uh, you know, it'll come. But, yeah, it was, it was a great experience overall and, I, you know, I met a lot of new people and it was awesome. He broke down that Michigan attempt post game. I was kind of joking around, uh, actually, before I went on the ice, I just said if I, if you see me in the hole, just get me and I'll go down low and try it. I've never, I didn't practice all the time and stuff, but I've never actually, you know, tried to do it in a game. And uh, I was, it shocked me a bit when I got it up. So I was, I, I don't know if I had much. I got to look at the replay, but uh, it's just one of those things I think you, you don't think about and you're not looking for an open hole. You're just trying to put in that corner. And, um, you know, I obviously didn't do that. Brad's, he made a nice save on me, but uh, yeah, it was good. We're trying. Height will now head back to the Prince George Cougars to finish out the season. Yeah, I think it's it's good. It gives me a good boost of confidence. I think just to, you know on the chances I had and stuff, and uh, you know it's obviously it'll be good to get back with our club team here, and uh, you know means teams will want to get back and uh, win some games. His teammate Cohen Zemer entered the game as the reigning WHL Player of the Week after putting up eight goals in four games as the Cougars concluded their Central Division road swing. Uh, I think it was pretty surreal surreal weekend here, a week I guess, uh, a couple days we had uh, between the testing and the game. It was pretty fun to, to play against these guys. Zemer enjoyed the top prospects experience. Yeah, it's obviously a thing, a thing you'll never forget, I think, because it's, it's going to stay with me forever and it was obviously an honor to play in it. Seattle Thunderbirds forward Grayson Souchin had some good opportunities in the game. He was able to showcase his skill. Yeah, you know, a lot of nerves and a lot of eyes watching on you. Just try to slow down my game and kind of do what I do. I'm here for a reason and just trying to show what I do. So He'll now use the game and the experience moving forward. Yeah, it definitely comes with a lot of confidence too, you know, being able to play with these players and uh, just seeing what everyone's about. There's a lot of talent around the league, but yeah, it's good to be around the group.
Connor Bedard had some chances for Team Red. He played a physical, gritty game. That was fun. I mean, uh, you know, obviously a lot of good players and a uh, good game, so uh, it was fun. I mean, it's hockey. It's competitive, and uh, you're allowed to hit, so, uh, you know, that's you always got to expect that, and obviously it was, it was good, I think, for the, for the fans and everything. Now Bedard heading back to Regina to rejoin them for a playoff push. Yeah, we uh, you know want to win in Regina. Obviously, um, you know we've been we've been playing well as of late. I think you know four of the last five or so. So uh, we want to keep that going, and uh, you know excited to, to get back and get to work. Obviously, congratulations to all the WHL players competing in the top prospects game. Part of a special class for the upcoming NHL draft this summer in Nashville. Twenty-two teams, one goal. This is the WHL this week radio edition. The Portland Winterhawks got a big boost at the trade deadline without making a trade as the AHL's Manitoba Moose reassigned NHL first-round pick Chaz Lucius to the Winterhawks, team that drafted him way back in the 2018 WHL Bantam draft in the fourth round. Lucius scored five goals at the World Juniors in Halifax and Moncton for Team USA. He's now in Portland and describes his game. Yeah, I'd say 200-foot uh, player. I like to shoot the puck a lot. I think my playmaking is underrated, and um, yeah, I think I'm a really good teammate, and yeah, I think uh, I can gel a lot with the guys, and, and um, yeah, good things will, will happen when I'm on the ice, hopefully. Minnesota native might be a WHL rookie in name, but he comes in with experience at the American Hockey League and NCAA levels. Yeah, it's, it's different for sure. I mean, obviously hockey's hockey and different levels are, are different levels at the end of the day. But I, I'd say the biggest thing here now with this opportunity is as I'm one of the older guys now. So I kind of have kind of fallen into a leadership role and, and, a, and a guy that I feel like guys can go up to and, and look up to and, and kind of be that role model and support if, if guys have questions or different things like that. Because I've, I've kind of been through uh, almost every league now. So, yeah, I, I'd say that's a that's a thing that I'd like to have. Lucius looking to get more familiar with his new team and Portland. I'm just trying to get to know the city a bit and, uh, you know, keep, keep bonding with the group of guys here. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Hey, we check in on the Lethbridge Hurricanes on WHL this week, and we speak to a great guest. Peter Anholt, the general manager of the Hurricanes, uh, joins us this week. Pete, you're through another WHL trade deadline. It was uh, it was a wild deadline in some parts, and it was not so wild at other parts of things here, but how would you assess how everything went down there back on January 10th? Well, John, yeah, thanks for having me on. I I think it was a, an interesting deadline because it's always unique when there's the host team for the Memorial Cup uh, in our in our league uh, through the deadline. So that always brings a bit of a an interesting scenario for for the for the teams. I think there was a, certainly a lot more buyers this year than there were in other years, and not not as many sellers. So that kind of changed the dynamics of the deadline, and 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 there's some lots of teams that were you know in in seventh, eighth, and ninth spots that that weren't weren't selling necessarily. They were trying to you know to push to make make sure they make the playoffs or try to push to make the playoffs. So so the dynamics of the of the deadline were a lot different than than some other years. And it turned out that uh, Lethbridge was a buyer to solidify the top nine to pick up Blake Swetlikoff from the Spokane Chiefs, and you know maybe a higher price than normal for uh, for a player to add to your top nine here. But uh, looks like things have worked out well so far with Blake Swetlikoff in a Hurricanes jersey. 
Yeah, it's kind of one of those situations. I, 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 you know, I looked at our team and how we played, and you know, in normal situations where we were, we might, you know, might, uh, you know, move some players out and gain some assets. But the way our team played, and then the job our coaches have done with this group. Uh, I thought they deserved to at least, you know, to add to a certain extent. And we thought we needed an older player to play in that top nine area somewhere, just to, just to push guys down and uh, to stack them better. And it, it kind of moves Wormald into a better spot for him and, and Marcus to move him down into a better spot. So that that was kind of the thinking in the whole thing. And certainly I think the price was higher than it normally would be for a, for a player like Blake, but, but it is what it is. And, and there was lots of teams, you know, in the bidding. And so that's what made it interesting, but we're happy to get the player. And when it was all said and done, maybe the price wasn't as, as high as, as you, as we had first thought, because, uh, we needed the player, and it was very important for us to get him. Yeah, good point for sure. Uh, for me, Lethbridge has flown a little bit under the radar here, but when you look at where you're at, second in the Central, you're fifth in the conference here, and you don't get the attention of the Winnipegs and Red Deers and Saskatoons of the world here, so you're able to sort of fly under the radar, and you know, you're know you trending towards perhaps that 4-5 slot in the first round, and that's what I would think that's a pretty good slot to be over in the Eastern Conference this year. Yeah, we're just fine to fly under the radar. That's fine to, for us. I, you know, I mean, you, you think of uh, there were some guys that picked us last in the conference. Uh, so uh, we're fine with that. I, like, uh, I think the way our team plays, uh, you know, we can we can be a hard team to play against. Uh, we're really 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 lucky with how uh minigan has turned out for us and his play through november and into december is probably the main reason why we are where we're at right now and then adding thompson to our goaltending duo uh, we really really think that can be a strength for us and our team has really been built around our back end and and you know, the, when when this group plays how they're supposed to play, it's a hard group to play against, and and they move the puck well too. So so we're happy with that group, and and uh, you know, adding a guy like Cole Shepard has been a real key piece to our team, and and then of course Zimmer, and you know who's really played really really well is Laventure. You know, we're really happy with Tyson. So so. Have had some good good performances. We we hope that there's we haven't hit the top yet. We hope that there's more more runway for us, and we'll see how it all shakes down. Certainly, four or five in there would be nice, but you know we we just want to make the playoffs and see where where it all shakes down. It's tough when you play those top teams in that first round. So the higher up you can finish, obviously, John, the better. Yeah, you mentioned some of your key performers, and Cole Shepard, you know, he's battled injury the last couple of years uh, in the Western Conference in, in Vancouver, and, you know, 38 points uh, so far in 43 games as we speak. That's been key here for sure. Got some good young talent here, too, that I think we're going to hear more of in the future. Tell me more about Miguel Marquez, a first-round pick uh, from a couple years back now in his 16-year-old season, and he seems to be a guy that is a real dynamic future ahead of him in the WHL. Yeah, we're lucky. We had two picks in the first round there, and we picked Marcus and Doyle. And and Miggy is—he's one of these players that he's got some, 
you know, he's got some pizzazz to him. He's he's got a little jump in his game, and when he plays that way, he's he's a real good player for us. And we we really like uh, the upside on Meggie over the long period of time, and and uh, hope that there's a real bright future for him. And and Doyle is is on our back end is is similar to uh, you know a McCutcheon Addison type player. So so good ads for us with those two young guys, but. Maggie being a Prince George product, he's come in and and we drafted him and and he we put him in the lineup the very next night uh, when we the next night after we drafted him and it was exciting to put him right in that very next night and he created some chances and he brought some excitement to the game right off the bat which which he can do on any given night. Peter, you've been a general manager and around the WHL for a long time. This 2005 born age group around the league is being showcased at the CHL NHL Top Prospects game here. Uh, And potentially nine first rounders out of the Western Hockey League uh, come the NHL draft. Where would you put this draft class, this 2005 born age group uh, up with, you know, some of the uh, different ages and top age groups you've seen? Well, it's a really good age group, and I was lucky enough to be with them at the Halinka. So I, you know, I, I'm really, really excited about this group as it keeps moving forward. Um, it's it's kind of an interesting group. There's not a lot of real big forwards and big defensemen that that you'd kind of think about, like a Cousins or a Doc or a you know Trevor Linden or a Medano or those kind of guys. But they're 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 kind of that six footer and smaller type players, but they're really really good players. And I would say the same about the back end. I I think uh, it's going to bode well specifically for the for the draft but it'll also sets up really nicely for the national junior team in a couple of years as those guys probably will play as 19 year olds and and be really good players for the world junior team that year but but it's a real strong group and i i think when you look at them they're great players with compete and great hockey sense. And I think that that's probably that stands out for me with this group as much as anything is their compete and their hockey sense. And, and they're just great hockey players. And, and it really, really is exciting for our, our league to have those players, you know, uh, showcased here at the top prospects game. Pete, back in 2019, Lethbridge was one of the teams in the midst or in the running for the Memorial Cup, uh, won by Kelowna. Kamloops was also a team in the mix. Uh, Kamloops will host this year's event, and I'm sure there's still an appetite in Lethbridge to track down a Memorial Cup. It comes up in, in three more years. Do you think the Hurricanes and the city of Lethbridge will take another stab uh, at trying to host this event? Uh that's a great question, and I, I think that that is something that's on our radar for sure. Uh, we we we're looking at that 2026 year, and and looking at our building of what what things needs to be done to our building uh, if we were going to host. But certainly, it is on our radar for sure. And something that uh, I know that the city of Lethbridge would be excited to do, and would do a great job of hosting, and uh, you know to to put Lethbridge on the on the mark for for hosting a Memorial Cup and an event like that would be awesome. I think. 
Yeah, Lethbridge, great city, great college town there with the university and the uh, and the college right across from the arena for sure. So, uh, Pete, you're one of the good guys on the circuit. Always appreciate running into you, and I appreciate you uh, you know agreeing to come on the WHL uh, radio show and being our guest. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, John. I really appreciate it. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests once again. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.